Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks our favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. And this week, Klingon Bastards <laughs> killed my son. They <laughs> killed my son! Klingon Bastards <laughs> killed Stab my son! my boy! <laughs> <laughs> my only child! I've abandoned my child! I've abandoned my, my boy! boy. On the Genesis planet! <laughs> What if I took the Genesis planet like this over here? I drink your Genesis. I drink it up. (laughs) Daniel Day-Lewis is Captain Kirk. I'm Captain James T. Kirk, and this is my son, J.W. And this is the Starship Enterprise. (laughs) There will be Genesis. (laughs) Yeah, there's the title. (laughs) Not even five minutes in. There we go. (laughs) Oh... And uh, yeah, so this week is uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, directed mm-hmm. by Leonard Nimoy. Yep, I think it's di- his directorial debut, isn't it? Yeah, he will go on to direct uh, the next one too, mm-hmm. and will not be the only cast member to direct one. But, no, uh, I wonder. I, I probably none of the cast members directed episodes of the original series. Probably, I wonder when a cast member actually got behind the director's chair. Or, you know, well, in the director's chair. At, at, at least here. Yeah, at least here. This will probably be the start, right? I mean, on the TV shows and stuff, because I think... Um, I don't... I know I Jonathan... They... I know the guy who played Riker, he's directed... Jonathan Frakes. Them, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's directed a bunch of the next-gen movies, too. And, mm-hmm. uh, fuck, the guy who plays Benjamin Sisko, he's done a few things, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Starting the long tradition. Yeah, where's my Enterprise movie directed by Scott Bakula? I'm waiting. <laughs> I we'll got be, faith of the heart. We got knowing where <laughs> our heart will take us. Yeah. Got faith. It's a long road getting from there till then. Yep. Uh, yes. Uh, let's let's just keep asking. If we're going to ask for a movie, we should ask for the one that has the absolute least chance of being made. Absolutely. That way, yeah. when it happens, if it happens, but when it happens, when the, the reward it's inevitable. will be the reward. Will, it's like Thanos. The reward will be that much greater. Yeah, inexorable march till Gen- uh, Star Trek Generation, <laughs> not Star Trek Generation, Star That's Trek happening. Enterprise, the Enterprise return. the movie. Yeah, Enterprise the movie. Yeah, Enterprise, where we basically just do the last episode again because anything in between would be pointless. It's like they kind of already went through mm-hmm. yeah they had their five-year mission and the, like the last episode's literally like uh jonathan archer signing the federation charter and trip dies and well yeah. spoilers oh yeah people are gonna care about that yeah people <laughs> are gonna kick down the doors and like they were they were so hyped they're gonna watch enterprise and learn all about it and, i uh, hope if there is one thing we can bring to the people I, I hope it's an appreciation for and a want to watch Enterprise. Enterprise, because we are, uh, I guess, as I've been described, uh, insufferable contrarians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I think that's kind of the, almost the spec motto. Yeah, <laughs> we're just we live up to it every day and every mm-hmm. night. Every um, every day is a paradox. <laughs> uh, yeah. That that's me. I'm the guy who didn't care for Deep Space Nine, but fucking loved Enterprise. See, and I love like the second once it, the Dominion War starts in Deep Space Nine. I love that particular era, but I love Enterprise too. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not wild about Voyager. Voyager never like hooked into me. Neither did the yeah. Next Generation. 
anything that just has V'ger in it in some way, shape, or form. Everything post-V'ger, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of V'ger, and I... <laughs> Fall asleep, and uh, just... I, I just want to forget about it like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, it's it's the, the search for Spock. Let's just mm-hmm. get into, into yeah. this one. This takes place... Uh, I don't believe they say it's time for it, but pretty much immediately. Yeah, I'd say, if anything, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, because the Enterprise is on its way back to Earth, and yeah. all the new kids got reassigned. Savit yes. got recast. A lot of stuff's happening. Yeah, she's um, just a completely different person. Yes, yeah, totally, totally. She's like a whole new, a whole new Savic. Um, mm-hmm. So, and the Enterprise is still pretty uh, fucked up. Still pretty got fresh wounds yeah. from the shellacking Khan gave it. Yep, it's still exactly just as as wounded uh, mm-hmm. from from then. And yeah, I was like, where did the other crew? They're like, we're reassi- they reassigned the student crew, mm-hmm. and they're, they're on the lower did- decks now. <laughs> Don't they, they look pick, at them. <laughs> yeah, where did they pick these guys up? Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I remember Kirk feeling all like young. Yeah, he doesn't feel that way anymore. He's no, it's been morose. He's tired. Yeah. <laughs> He's really tired. Well, you know, he felt young in the moment, and then you know, the actual depression of his best friend dying of radiation burns in front of him really set in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we they get... launched his fucking casket onto a random ass planet that they created. It's not random. They just made it. I mean, uh... it's it's relatively random. <laughs> I mean, they could have just yeah. taken him back to Vulcan. Yeah. Why well, didn't they? Here's the actual thing. Why didn't they take him back to Vulcan? Because they have no idea how Vulcans work. <laughs> yeah, he can't just leave his body in a box for his dad to pick up. We just gotta. Uh, yeah. yeah, we don't. That's just what they do. They just shoot fuckers out of the torpedo base. <laughs> yeah, your families don't get any remains. They'll sign a half-assed letter. And have you seen uh, the morgue on the Enterprise? I haven't. They leave nope, them where no they room. lie. It's like a golf ball. <laughs> I like that. Uh, so utilitarian um (laughs) the needs of the many in this case the many outweigh the families of the few (laughs) or the needs of the one dead guy (laughs) or the tombstone of the one Uh. so yes they didn't take him back or honor his burial wishes because he never said those (laughs) no all he said was remember that's was his burial wishes he's remember me in death as i was in life stoic and green-blooded don't grieve. That's illogical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Logic dictates you have to be some sort of asshole. <laughs> some sort of cold robotic being. Yes. That's how Because logic... otherwise, Vulcans are just so emotional. Just fuck everything up. Yeah, though I can point out tons of emotions that they can be. It's very illogical. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we also we got a recap, too. I love that they did yeah, that. Yeah, the like, tiny blue blocks. That just keeps getting bigger. It looks yeah. like it starts out Sega CD blue, sized. Yeah, it's a little blue blue box of sadness. And when I was watching it, mostly because we had just watched Wrath of Khan, I was like, I've seen all this. Yeah. I did this. <laughs> I just did that. I remember. It just, I got it. Just it just happened. Remember? Yeah. But I mean, I guess just in context, this was yeah, two no, years I, separated. I under, it's not as offensive to me as the Last Jedi thing. Yeah. You know? Like, this at least has a... I can I can understand that the uh, and it's, especially it's, it's so the, pivotal yeah yeah, yeah. It, it just struck me as like what I thought it I felt like it should have just been turned around like the credits should have gone and then the blue box of sadness mm-hmm. and then 
but it's a small thing. Yeah. I, you know, it's just, you got to remember like in the early eighties, you wouldn't have had like easy access to watch wrath of Khan whenever you wanted. No, I mean, you probably, you probably just would have like been going off of like, you know, just geeking out with your friends or, I mean, that's probably still the era of like the fanzines and the, mm-hmm. like, you know, all the stuff that was proto internet before the internet happened, you know, how people, yeah, you fans would... communicated with each other. Yeah, you wouldn't be just, oh, I got to, you know, be up on that. So the, uh, I will give it a pass. No, uh, it's but... just a minor thing. It was just like, yeah, uh, I, I, it's just... I've seen this. <laughs> I did this Yeah, already. I had to remind it to myself. <laughs> I was just like, what the? Oh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, like I said, not as offensive as the last Jedi one. Because uh, yeah, at least it... stuff's happened in the small interim, but it's not like an hour. Yeah. The, the ship is limping along into Earth and... Uh, Scotty says it'll take eight weeks to repair, but he mm. knows that Kirk doesn't have it. But I can a... finish it in two for you, Captain. Have you always given your uh, uh, maintenance in for a factor of four? Absolutely, like, yes. sir. I like to <laughs> surprise people. Yeah, that's how he maintains his high level of professionalism. Yeah, I have a reputation to maintain. I always overball the estimate and then come in swinging on the quick... That's how you do it, man. Mm-hmm. You under-promise and over-deliver. Scotty's exactly. got this shit figured F- out. No wonder why he figured out that trans-warp beaming shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know? uh, yep, so uh, another crewman's like, will there be a hero's party when we get back? To which I had to respond with, uh, for what? Yeah, what did you guys do? It, like, a hero's welcome for what? You blew up one of your own spaceships. Yeah. <laughs> and illegally detonated a, an ultimate weapon on a fucking unsuspecting planet. No, yeah, it was an unsuspecting void of space. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was a void of space, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it pulls a Titan AE. That's right. Yeah, it just, yeah, it, it makes a new one. The dredge yeah. just, uh, bob. they can't figure it, it just out. just bob. <laughs> yeah, they make the planet bob. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is, uh, Titan AE is so happy. This is the first time anyone's thought about it in 10 years. Hey, man, that movie's solid. I like that movie. That movie is really solid. That should get a lot more appreciation. That movie slaps. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, they... Uh, and then, like, yeah, you blew up your own ship. You solved a problem that you yourselves caused. Mm-hmm. You're not getting a hero's welcome. I mean, and well, then- honestly, that uh, the problem that fucking Chekhov and uh, that other admiral uh, captain started, mm-hmm. really, like... Actually, this all starts at Genesis. Well, I mean, other, you know, well, the Star the, yes. Trek Genesis. <laughs> no, no, the book of. Yeah, the yeah. book of. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, God created everything, and that's the problem. <laughs> here is your problem. Found it. Uh-huh, right <laughs> the, here. The creator of all. There's where it started. First, there was light, and that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he wanted to do over. <laughs> this, this made a lot of people very upset. Um, but yeah, it's, Kirk is just like, oh, but, uh, we lost Spock. It's, he's still just very, I, I guess, morose and, and well, moody. yeah, he's still in, you know, he's still grief. dealing with the, yeah, grief. He's, I like, I you're really, grieving, I think, Captain, after I, I explicitly of, uh, told you not to. Yeah. <laughs> you're human, oddly. Go figure. Um, no, I, I actually think I like Kirk the most in this one because of that. Like, he has that, the... I don't know. I really like Kirk in this one. Like, I think he showed a lot of uh, 
is like both the classic mannerisms and the showing the the age to him but also that you know like the because at first like you know we got to keep in mind and this is probably getting a little ahead of ourselves but the the whole original plan was just to take spock's body or take mccoy right back to vulcan Mm-hmm. And then it like turned into we can resurrect him. We can yeah. We can fucking we can play God here, boys. Uh, what does God need with a spaceship? <laughs> exactly. Um, so I kind of I kind of like that. I like the I like Shatner a lot in this one. Yeah, I I I know it's just it's weird seeing him so mopey because it's like, dude, I watched this show. Lots of your dudes died. I know you were friends with Spock, but like you know. Yeah, but. Those guys were red shirts. They didn't matter. Like Decker Spock... and Ilea in our boring mission. Who? <laughs> Fucking, yeah. <laughs> you remember? I don't even De- remember who those people are. Decker and the bald chick. The guy from Seventh Heaven? The lady who works for Delta Airlines. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Gary. The lady who works for Delta Airlines and uh, other guy. Gary, our son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember having a son named Gary. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> um, so yeah, while this is going on, they do dock, and I. Um, this the the model work in this too is really good. I it's, was really impressed. It's pretty awesome seeing this. You know, the massive ship dock mm-hmm. into another massive space well, the station. Space dock, yeah, mm-hmm. and that. I, it's all cool. And then as the, the Enterprise is, like, limping into space dock, you see, like, they have this view, like, it's the Presidium and Mass Effect, and they can just look out. So everybody's just gawking at the Enterprise, just looking just fucked. Just looking yeah. like it got its shit wrecked. And people are like, what the fuck did Kirk do? Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? This was that's a, a training ship. That's a 20-year-old jalopy. What the fuck is he fucking... Yeah. Yep. But hey... The Enterprise is no longer the only ship in the quadrant. Yeah, we got a new one. one. Yeah, <laughs> we've been spending two movies building it. Woo! Yeah, it's Excelsior. Yeah, it's the New York friend. State motto. <laughs> yeah, Stan loves it. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's the it's the fastest ship. It can out fly, out race, and out torque anything in its class. Yeah. Which it's is good because it's the only ship in its class. Yeah, it's the USS Excelsior F one fifty. It's got <laughs> towing capacity and cork, yeah. torque. It's rated by JD Power and Associates. This is the fastest spaceship in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's able to go to warp seven in under a second. Just don't let Richard Hammond drive it. And we gotta give it to the Stig's Vulcan cousin. <laughs> 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 Stieg, uh, Vulcan Stieg. Oh yeah, I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, they dock and they have a, a gawking session about the Excelsior, uh, which uh, Scotty's none too pleased with. He doesn't like the new fancy ships. He's well, no, he he's, he's an Enterprise guy at heart, you know. Mm-hmm. Ride or I die li- with the Enterprise. Well, yeah, I like that too, though, because that that's kind of carrying the you know because i mean even in universe probably that's a famous ship that's mm. a you know that's like the uss constitution almost that's a storied history it know? is yeah and, and you would i can see the pride that all of the crew members kirk included like this is our this is our home this is our you know every you know 
we are this ship and this ship is us sort of thing, you know? So I, I totally get the Mr. Scott's little dismissiveness towards the, the Excelsior, because, you know, it's, it's, so what if it's a 20-year-old fucking jalopy? It's my 20-year-old fucking jalopy. <laughs> it's Grand's Keeper, Lily. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, at the wherever... <laughs> meanwhile, uh, in space... Somewhere, some people we've never met have information about Genesis. Mm -hmm. They paid a lot of money for that cassette tape of Genesis. This is the world we live in. The one you, Genesis song we know. The only one. <laughs> I only know one song by Genesis. I know a lot of songs by Phil Collins. <laughs> I know a couple songs by Peter Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, they're they're looking to sell their sweet Sega Genesis setup, uh, which is called a master system in the Klingon worlds. It's it's a whole it's a whole thing. Uh, and then the Klingons decloak, um, and uh, it's a I believe that is a bird of prey. Yes, and, yes. I, it turns out I was right in the last one. Yes, uh, and uh, Christopher Lloyd is leading our our band of of Klingons, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I love the differences in their ships like the klingons are the captain is sitting way on high and everyone else is under him and yeah. they have a they have a mascot they have a dog yeah they have a that well it's not a cute dog but it's a it's a it's a space dog yeah it's poochie <laughs> yeah it's totally won't rip your face off or nothing yeah poochie the space dog and uh they you know, we'll pay for the, the Genesis information. They figured out what it is and want to know more about it. And, uh, you know, they, they get the information and the guy doing the freighting's like, uh, so when are we getting paid? Yeah. And Christopher Lloyd's like, never. Yep. And they fucking <laughs> murder them. Yeah. Including a lady that he apparently is his great lady love. Um, yeah, they can't beam her out or anything. Very interesting. Like, yes, the lady there led them into this trap. I don't even know if it was like it just led them to giving the information to the Klingons and then being like, ah, talk. Like, I love you, Christopher Lloyd. You're great in taxi. And then he just like, don't ever talk about that again. Great Scott. Great Scott. <laughs> this Genesis project could bust a hole in the space time continuum. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, uh, yeah, he bl they blow up the, the freighter, and we have our first of probably many, many Back to the Future references to come. Mm -hmm. And they they declare that they're going to the neutral zone. I just bring that up because the neutral zone is, as we've pointed out, pretty fucking rad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could it possibly go wrong? It's neutral. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get hurt there. <laughs> no, you're invulnerable. <laughs> it's, how could there be any violence in the neutral zone? You get there, you put it in neutral. You know what neutral is? Not hot, it's not cold. It's going steady. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah, neutral that's, is. Uh, is, that, is that why you can't get into the neutral zone? Because you have to put it in neutral and you can't go anywhere? Well, of course, it's part of the treaty. Fuck, you, you just you have to let rule, the Romulans are going to war. You, you just <laughs> have to let that fucker coast? Mm-hmm. No, no warping through the warps through the neutral zone. Nope, yeah, do it in real time. That's why nobody makes it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 
the, so it's not rad. You can't go like speed. Well, it's, it's neutral. <laughs> yeah, it's a give and take. It's rad yeah. in a lot of ways, and then way not <laughs> rad in others. Uh, the neutral zone's pretty fucking rad. So was the Genesis planet in the neutral zone? That's what I was about to ask you because I didn't realize that it was in or near the neutral zone. Cause... Is that why it's so goddamn controversial then? Well, I get why it's controversial. Well, but, yeah, the the, like, the ability to just create planets where there weren't planets. Or even, like, just to create life from life. Like, if you just take a, a you know, just a space rock and, you know, shoot off the geck, you know. Yeah. Create a whole habitable world. Well, yeah, and I mean, the, the Klingon brings it up later. Isn't it Kurge? Kurge. Kruge? Kruge? Kurge? Uh, Kurge? Christopher Lloyd. Uh, yeah, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd? Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd, the names of our Klingon here. He does have it. They never say his name. It's We only see it in credits, so I have no idea how it's pronounced. Yeah. Like, he even fucking introduces himself as your opponent. I know. I love that. Kirk get, never gets to know the name of the, uh, the one enemy that fucking, did, like, led him to destroy the Enterprise. It's kind of awesome. I don't know. I think he's had enough of him towards the end there. Hmm. I think he's had enough of it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like if they, yeah, so if they built it in the neutral zone, but they would have made more of a thing about that because weren't they really close to the, like, what uh, the, uh, I forgot the name of this the research station. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Um. Well, Remax was it? Remax? It was something. Regular yeah. one. Regular, regular one. one. Yeah, it's short for regulation one. Um, was regular one in the neutral zone? Well, then why were they there? I fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're not supposed to go. It's, <laughs> it's a, it's a demilitarized zone. You're not supposed. Well, they're to go scientists. There. They're not doing any military there, yeah. so it's neutral. I'm sure the the Praetor of the Romulan Empire is going to give a fuck. <laughs> I thought it was the Klingon. Uh, I thought it had no. The, the neutral zone divides the Romulan M- Star Empire and the Federation. Okay, so the Klingons can just come and go as they please. What, yeah, that's why they do. Mm. Yeah, because it's after like the Earth Romulan Wars when they set up the the neutral zone and yeah. What drives a man to be neutral? <laughs> An indifference and apathy to all things. So, uh, yeah, that's this is our antagonist to this ship full of, like, I don't know, 20 dudes, yeah. 20 Klingons. John Larroquette's there. Yeah. Yeah. He plays that's... the one Klingon survivor. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when I said I'd kill you last? I lied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just fucking with you. <laughs> Uh, so yes, they've sealed Spock's room, but they've uh, got some strange readings. Someone's using the energy in Spock's room. <laughs> Somebody's really fucking with the feng shui of Spock's stuff. They turned on the heater, sir. Our <laughs> power's going to be off the charts. Uh, oh God, we won't be able to run the dishwasher at the same time. <laughs> it's going to blow a fuse. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> this old boat. Um, yeah, and then we see the fucking pig-skinned armored. Uh, yeah, what Starfleet. the fuck's up with the security I'll never, officer? I'll never understand. This <laughs> is the never... first time I think I've seen them. Really? Because they look exactly the same in Wrath of Khan. Oh, I just don't remember. Like, well, they're I don't a lot know. more prominent. We get to see them in at least two scenes. 
Yeah, it's like here's a helmet, like being a and red shoulder shirt. pads, and yeah. then just like average clothes. Yeah, because it looks like they're about to go play old timey football. Yeah, that's why I call it pigskin yeah. armor. <laughs> they yeah, look like it's... they're about to, you know. Yeah, this will this will help you with your security detail. Yeah, thank God John Heisman's running security here. <laughs> he's, he's uh, in between doing the figuring out the eye formation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's nothing. They got some tape. Chekhov sealed it off personally, which I guess means he put some fucking tape up. Everybody, don't go near this door. <laughs> this is Spock's I, door. Nuclear I work bases. here now. <laughs> I finally got promoted back to Enterprise. Yeah, I mean, I guess he works here. Like his old ship. Fuck, got blown my old up. ship got blown up. <laughs> I had worm in ear. I was totally traitor to Federation. It's fine. Don't um, worry about it. We killed him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bones is uh, Bo- Bones is a little. He, he he's not taking Spock's death well. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put That's, it. <laughs> he's, he's just sitting in the dark, mumbling to himself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we need to go back home. We need to go back home, Jim. You gotta take me there. We we are home. <laughs> We're Earth's down. Like look down. It's there. <laughs> like no, Vulcan. Yeah. Yeah. He's like that's. You gotta that's... take me to. You gotta take me to Mount Slayer. Yeah. No. I. We don't need to go see Slayer anytime <laughs> soon. No. Well, we listen to Genesis on this ship, Bones. You yeah, remember? We're a strict prog rock. This is <laughs> Slayer is a little too hard for what <laughs> yeah, we listen to. Here on that's the a little too. That's a little bit too new nouveau for us here. Uh, um. But yeah. So. Um. There's a. They're gonna deal with him later there's also a science ship the grism that yeah, looks yeah. completely stupid yeah it looks fucked up so it's like the plate is like propped up on what i don't know how really to describe I, it it looks like a man holding a hat over his head yeah like a top go. hat yeah like a top and, and like the yep. arms are the engine part mm-hmm. which well, i yeah, guess you have to go like... through the engine part to get to the plate yeah well it to... looks like where it looked because there's two fucking sides of the i'm not using words well but it just looks like it they took the plate and elevated it up and then left everything hanging down yeah it is a very odd look for a one of the many odd looks for federation ships honestly but this one's really like because i thought they used the whole ship you know that that's why the middle part between not when it comes to science yeah, the science, but ve- you can tell it's a science vessel because oh, that's a man holding a hat. Mm-hmm. That's a science <laughs> vessel. Yes, and uh, yeah, they're doing uh, Doctor Marcus. Remember Dave? Yeah. He's back, baby. It's the same guy. Yep, I like that. Yeah, and uh, uh, Savick's there too. Mm-hmm. She's who's not she's the, had... she's not the same guy. No, no, it is not Kirstie Alley. She had it's other Robin things. Curtis. Yeah other things to do uh they're noticing uh all kinds of different rad computer readings yeah I love they're this like 80s huh? computers yeah like vector yeah and it's like oh look we have a desert and we have a water level <laughs> yeah uh, yeah captain we're we're reporting everything we need for a platformer right here within <laughs> yeah. minutes of each other yeah this will work great on the genesis 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be great. We also have noted a castle where we can put a boss in. <laughs> and here, look for all the places for the music. <laughs> and we have so many places we can hide wall chicken. <laughs> uh yeah, but they've also discovered life on the on the uh, planet, and it's like, ah, oh, well, we gotta go check it out, and they have a whole back and forth. But they just go check it out; it's fine. Pretty much, yeah. It's yeah. Well, they're like, we found a tube. Well, yeah, basically, they, they they find an un- unidentified what is it, an object, and then they find life signs around it. Yeah, like oh, we found uh, Captain Spock's tomb. Tube. I think it's not a tomb. tomb. No, he says they... tube because I had the captions on. Oh, okay. I heard tomb, and <laughs> yeah, I was it's like, "Tube." That's what like, maybe really... like it's not a tomb. It just landed him in the fucking grass. <laughs> tube yeah, that's his tube. How ornate! You might as well mm. just fucking buried him naked in a cardboard box. Yeah, well, just leave him to rot in a tube. <laughs> so I guess they were just gonna shoot him out into fucking space for all eternity to just drift <laughs> yeah, let until just he drift. ruined someone's day. Yeah. Sir Isaac Newton is the deadliest son of a bitch in space. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we get back to the Enterprise where all ten people are lined up to hear. Is this also an admiral? I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think this is guy is like Kirk's direct superior. Admiral to the admirals or something? He's yeah, the he's, head he's honcho of boss, Starfleet. Yeah. yeah, he's Starfleet boss for this one. And he's like, y'all did good work, but you can never talk about it. Fuck yep. off. Never talk about the Genesis planet to anyone, anywhere, at any time. Yeah. It's Enjoy your extended shore leave. Except yeah, for you, Scotty. You yeah. stay. You're not. You're no fun for Mr. Scott. You get to go work on the Excelsior and but make it I don't it want fast. to work on the Excelsior, sir. That well, that ship an order. is shit. Well, yeah. fuck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's uh, they all get extended shortly, except Scotty. Mm-hmm. Because we got to make sure that we have another ship well, in the his, quadrant. His, he, he projects things so well. Like He gives them, like, this will be done in two years, and he finishes it in, like, a weekend. Yeah. No wonder they want him on the Excelsior. This shit gets done it's, quick. <laughs> I, I reckon I could have the Excelsior done in four movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will, that save the sh- will that save the Enterprise producers? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, so he's there, and uh, they have a, a bit of a, I guess you call it a wake for, yeah. for Spock at, at Kirk's apartment with all the other officers of the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and they think it's uh, Scotty there, and then, nope. It's Sarek, Spock's dad. Yeah, played uh, once again by Mark Leonard. I thought that I like the fact that they brought people back. You know, Mm -hmm. like they didn't, because it would be so easy, especially for a movie, to just like cast you know somebody else. But I like the fact that people from the old show came back to reprise their roles. Oh yeah, no, that's I I love those little touches. Mm -hmm. And also, Star Trek people are real particular about this sort of fucking thing. Well, yeah, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it matters, you know, mm-hmm. it matters to people, so you should respect it. Also, and, uh, Mark Leonard, fantastic actor, so. Yeah, he is. Uh, he uh, is, I guess I would say dismayed, but that's not a logical emotion. Disappointed? What's a logical emotion for how he's feeling? He's a little PO'd. That he, uh, he's like, you're, you're Spock's friend, but you're not even going to bury him in the Vulcan tradition? You're not going to? 
You're just going to shoot him off into fucking space? You never even told you any of the... You know, I'd be a bit miffed, too, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, You just decided to just launch his fucking body out into the void? You didn't ask anybody? You didn't use the numerous computers on the fucking Enterprise? You didn't ask possible others? and orientations of people on the it, enterprise like there's it's, there's no other there's no other possible vulcan crew members on the enterprise that could be like hey you might not want to oh you already launched him Dang. oh fuck this seems <laughs> oh wow you good bagpipes huh oh, all right yeah, well all right um, you know we come from a planet of molten fire right uh, whatever ah, fuck it. all right <laughs> So, yeah, like, this is why they put your religious affiliation on the dog tag so they know how to bury you. Mm -hmm. It's a respect thing. You don't just (laughs) launch the fucker out of the moon. (laughs) No, that's what we do. That's what we do with all the armed forces. We stick them in a missile pay and we just launch the fucker (laughs) out. Yeah. There you go. Hey, you you guys enjoy the photographs. They launch you out of the torpedo tube. (laughs) Yeah. This is our modern Viking funeral. That's how the captain does. It's his ship. He gets to determine how people are buried. <laughs> Customs be damned. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> ship, my world, bitches. My rules. Yeah. Uh, and Spock was the captain. That's true. Well, Kirk's the captain. Spock's just a captain. That's yeah. That's real here. He's still admiral. Mm. He never. That's got... just. That's just captain with a lot of more letters to it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, he didn't get uh, the Qatar? Qatar. Katra. I wrote it wrong. Katra. Mm-hmm. Yes. Qatar the... is a whole other fucking that's a, that's a <laughs> nation. Yeah. That's like one of the hottest places in the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, it gets, you have to take spots so like you can Vulcan. experience the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't bought illegally. What? No. <laughs> Yeah, we we spent many Vulcan lives to put this sporting event here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're big fans of indentured servitude. Uh... <laughs> oh, we're getting the hottest of takes now. Oh, yeah, because fucking people in Qatar are going to care. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, all those people in Qatar that are listening to our podcast. That'd be Join our Patreon. If, that would be amazing <laughs> if suddenly we just like got massive in Qatar. I wouldn't know what to do with that kind of... We could Fame? never visit. No, we. Well, I wouldn't visit. I would just fuck that. I'd send them a get well card. We. Get, I mean, yeah, if, like we had Saudi blood money shows, like the WWE. That'd be fucked up. All right. Be, I mean, what would we? What would we even do? <laughs> like, We'd fight the... Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What do you, what do you want? Fight Logan Paul. Like, we'd wrestle. Are... We'd wrestle Goldberg. Dude, these guys are Z grade movie podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have them, have them on the greatest stage in in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you gotta take them to Jeddah. They gotta fight the Undertaker. Yeah, they gotta win the greatest Royal Rumble. The greatest. The greatest. It's literally in its title. Okay. Anyway, they want a trophy. So, yeah, and it, it, you know, it's a good trophy because it wasn't broken when it was presented to him. Exactly. Unlike any other time in wrestling. Yep. That's very true, actually. Um, <laughs> you get a trophy in wrestling, you're not going to fucking keep it. No, that thing is going across somebody's face. <laughs> Unless it's a slammy, which is yeah. the most prestigious wrestling award. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to... Yeah, so uh, <laughs> as we can recall from the Wrath of Khan, 
and we will see from scenes of the Wrath of Khan later. So we'll just that CCTV footage. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that that was like well directed and perfectly shot and placed. Um, <laughs> they, they the Enterprise is uh, equipped with the best in dramatic angles mm-hmm, in cinematography. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're the best diegetic cameras we have. Uh, so the turns out that when Spock uh, Vulcan nerve pinched McCoy right before he fucking dealt with the radioactive pipe bomb that was in the fucking room over there. He uh, was like, remember. and uh, Remember he, who you are, Simba. <laughs> yeah. He turned into Mufasa. <laughs> um, uh, he's like, yeah. remember. And so gave his Katra, his spirit, his essence, to uh, McCoy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, then he... Uh, then he dealt with the tube. Yeah. The radioactive the, tube. Radioactive tube. And then all of his insides melted. Mm-hmm. And uh, so McCoy is uh, he's starting to he's starting to get a little fucked up more than usual. Yeah, he's he's becoming a Steve Martin, Lily Tomlin, man with two brains scenario. Mm-hmm. That's a reference. Yes. Uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so so we gotta we gotta fix that. So we gotta get Spock's body and then reunite it with Spock's half of his brain. Well, they don't use Spock. That wasn't even the original plan, though. The original plan was just we're gonna bury, you know, I don't know, fucking do what we should have done in the first place. Take Spock's goddamn corpse to Vulcan. Nah, you gotta eat his radioactive corpse. That's true. That thing is fucking volatile. That thing's like hella radioactive. (laughs) He's a walking Chernobyl. All of those people were wearing lead underwear. Let's be honest. He is an elephant's foot just being yeeted out into space. Exactly, and um. So yeah, that's uh, basically where we're at. And then the they'll take the Katra, and I think probably give it to Surak or somebody. They'll like, take his essence and do whatever the fuck with it. I don't know Vulcan mysticism. I don't know. It's I don't know any of this stuff. Neither does anyone else. It's because you know the, the Federation. We all we don't talk to each other. We don't have a great exchange of culturalism, and that's not that. important. We, we have keep to ourselves. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mini skirts. We did have mini skirts where things were cool. Now we got these ass ugly cherry mash outfits. We've <laughs> got some pantsuits. They're more fashionable. They're ass ugly, is what they are. They're... I love those suits. Oh god, they're fucking. Ugh. And I, I take it other people in the costume department do too because they don't stop wearing them until next generation. I know. It's my cross to bear with these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking love them. Um. So yeah, new Savick and, and David Land on Genesis now. Mm-hmm. That's what I have next in my notes. And uh, the Genesis planet has magically made shrimp next to Spock's tube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much true. They're just writhing around and like mm-hmm. fucking like, look, we're life, we're created. And they're just all like, <laughs> look at us, we're alive. <laughs> alive. And it's were you like expecting some... this, you fuckers? <laughs> and, and they're taking it pretty well. Um, yeah. for just like, look at this. This is fucking gross. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they have a good explanation where they're like, these are probably microbes that were on the fucking yeah, it's... tube when we launched the tube from the fucking ship down to the planet. And then, you know, Genesis, they rocked out and they create a life. Yeah. Once you, once you get really into prog rock, you turn into shrimp. <laughs> that could be a great title too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah they they just shrimp writhing around in front of the tube i mean they're not even really shrimp they almost look like those uh 
ancient oh. dinosaur, not dinosaurs, like trilobites. That's the one. Yeah, mm-hmm. they almost look like that without the shell. They eventually yeah. keep evolving until they're fucking grablo- baby graboids almost. Yeah, they're like Pokemon. Yeah. What's yeah. that? Genesis shrimp are evolving. <laughs> what does it get evolve into? <laughs> the Genesis octopus. <laughs> and then it'll just eventually, its final form is just Phil Collins. Sue, 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 Oh, man. We have to get all these out because we're never returning to this no, place. No, no, this place gets dropped like a fucking <laughs> hot they, bag of shit. They but, quickly uh, are just like, we can't have them. It's make nice planets. that we have an arc, though, like a mm-hmm. consistent arc. I like that. Yeah, so we get, uh, uh, but there's nobody in. Oh, the yeah, tube. yeah. They open the tube and they find uh, Spock's black uh, uh, burial shroud. Schmock. Yeah, that too. And uh, uh, Savick's like, yeah, Spock, Spock, Spock. Smock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Savick's like, well, this is peculiar. And so they uh, continue to investigate. Yeah, they'll they'll find him amongst the different, uh, like I said, platforming the, biomes. Yeah, and the, the different, Genesis. different bi- And he chooses to be in the fucking winter biome. I know. Buck-ass, what kind it's- of dumbass idiot Vulcan kid? Kids are fucking stupid. That's one of the, my Orion's there, because I, I was just like, he and chose the Vulcan. snow planet? And Kids he's are Vulcan. fucking stupid. He, shouldn't he want to go to the hottest place imaginable in that fucking place? Yeah, he crawls, because he starts out as an infant. He's yeah. reborn somehow yeah, true. as an infant. Well, I guess the point is, like, when Genesis fucking rocked out and remade the planet, they rocked out so hard that Spock's cells regained life again. As an infant. Well, you know. He, he probably was just a fucking molten pool of radioactive goo, and then he just yeah. reformed. Like, just, he, he could have been this close to becoming a fucking supervillain. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, Kirk then uh, goes to... Uh, I don't know what his name is. He's the director of Starfleet. Yeah, basically he's the admiral in charge. He has a name, but I can't remember. I, he says it. Yeah, yeah. And he's not an unreasonable dude, you know. No, he's it's like, just like this is a whole international this or is a, intergalactic incident this now. This is a bag of worms, Kirk, and you'd want me to trust in Vulcan mysticism, which kind of keeps in with the show because if you remember like in the Amok Time episode, people and at least it seemed in the Federation, especially on the, on the Enterprise, didn't know that much about Vulcans themselves or mm-hmm. their culture. Seems that they had kept it very you know close to the vest. Spock didn't want to admit that he wanted to fuck and kill that one time. Mm-hmm. You know, but then I think far. that's. <laughs> oh, we'll get back to Jamie Farr in a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's reasonable though. It's just like, yeah, like every seven years, I have a murderous. <laughs> I, I go a through a murder fucking, hobo phase. I just, yeah, I just want to fucking stab people and have sex. I can't. Uh, it's a whole thing. It's that. It's, it's my internal blood rage. Yeah, do you guys don't get that. Yeah, that's not a human thing. You guys don't just don't, no don't blood rub. Rate? Okay. You guys don't rub fingers or nothing. No. Okay. No. Okay. That's that. All right. I'm I guess that's then. cool. Yeah. I fucking. Yeah, uh, I guess fuck. I gotta respect your culture or whatever. It's only logical that I shut the fuck up. About this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only logical we don't tell anybody. <laughs> we gotta make it a big fucking mystery. Yeah. It's only logical that we don't trust our allies of over two hundred years. Mm-hmm. 
it's only logical that nobody ever found out and I missed my and clock on nobody Pond asked, Bar. What the fuck? The other thing, too, is fucking humans live on Vulcan. They keep everything. <laughs> they keep every like, <laughs> like Amanda it. Grayson lived on fucking Vulcan. <laughs> Yeah, they, they kept that part a secret. The whole yeah. blood rage after every seven years. That yeah. literally every male encounters, maybe not on the I same think, no, seven I think years. Females give it too. Uh, well, Savick explicitly said Vulcan males, so I didn't. Well, the to pull in Enterprise, she had Ponfar, and I think another female Vulcan throughout one of the shows. I think I know it's both. Both can get it. Both have Ponfar. Both Ponfar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Pond near and pond far. <laughs> yeah, and pond whenever you get ready. Pond at supper time. When pond's <laughs> on a bagel, you can have pond every time. <laughs> pond, pond till you get tired and need to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can ask for pond uh, in the morning, but uh, yeah. maybe after you brush your teeth. Yeah, especially you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't nudge your pond on the wrong thigh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, but the director caused an intellectual chaos. That's what Kirk wants to... Can't indulge in that. I, I liked mm-hmm. intellectual chaos. Yeah. That's uh, my new Tumblr handle. <laughs> I, I don't know what's more worrying, the fact that that would be your handle or the fact that you'd have Tumblr. Why wouldn't I have Tumblr? Isn't that what hit... Isn't that crack-a-lacking? Isn't that what the kids are doing? No, <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I don't even. I think it's like what? It's TikTok and I have to tell all my people YouTube. on Friendster about this. <laughs> yeah, my MySpace page is gonna blow up for Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Tom's still my friend. <laughs> Tom still believes. Um, so we're going to uh, now a a, a bar. This mm-hmm. is apparently where McCoy hang out, hangs out. Yeah, he's been here all time. Because that waitress with the fucking weird-ass outfit, she knows who she is. he is. Mm-hmm. And he asks for, like, a life water or something. He asks for Altair water. And she's like, that's not your normal poison. And uh, McCoy is like, it is logical for someone to order poison at a drinking establishment, you dumb bitch. A logic bombed. <laughs> yeah. And she's Even like, oh, McCoy'd. okay, Mr. McCoy, you fucking, I'll get that, I'll tear water for you. Yeah, and then... he's just not the real McCoy. Did you <laughs> notice there was a tribble? They had tribbles yes, there? Yes, I, 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 I popped for that, actually. I, I was, was like, oh, my God. I was like, you what guys the fuck gotta... are you guys doing with that? Well, yeah, because those things are going to multiply. Don't feed them. You're going to have a problem. That's, I, yeah. Like, there's, there's probably them. a there's probably a triple grinder or a triple incinerator somewhere nearby. You got to keep the population down. You know, I'm sure if you figured out a way to shave a triple, they'd be good eating. Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's your food. You figure out a way to cook and eat tribbles. That's a good point. They, they could fucking, I mean, fuck that quadro triticaline. You could just have nothing but tribbles to sustain yourselves. Yeah. That's Treat the them like solution truffles, with like, tribbles. Shave them up. You can grind them on stuff. You can all kinds of things. There's all kinds of stuff you could do with a tribble. Yeah, I mean, I think a triple's good eating. And mm-hmm. the fact that one triple, given a sufficient enough food, which isn't that much, could mm-hmm. produce enough to overwhelm a space station in a matter of days, you just eat the fuckers. Yeah, why not? They're like mm-hmm. a self-sustaining, uh, you know, resource. And Klingons fucking hate them. Yeah, you know, I also thought ecological weapon would have been another good use for tribbles. Yeah, well, that's just... which is essentially what Kirk does at the end of Trouble, Trouble with, uh, <laughs> Tribbles episode. He 
puts all the tribbles on the Klingon ship. Yeah, like, and then later they had the great the great tribble hunt, where mm. they exterminated all the tribbles because the Klingons fucking hate them. Yeah, I mean, you just launch one of those sons of bitches into like a un unoccupied area, and then boom, planet of tribbles. Oh god, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. That would be a fun. Well, it's nice that they don't like eat people apparently, or do anything. They just kind of. Yeah sit just, there and purr they purr they eat they get pregnant and they have babies and they die that's all they do quickly as a, yeah mm-hmm. but something's got to eat a triple I, I don't know it, no anyway. totally i totally i used to own a triple i i know i remember i wish i knew where that fucking thing was but uh yeah he um <clears throat> bones is there to meet with a uh, shady space captain to get Fucking to the Genesis planet. Weird punk rock Yoda. I don't know. Yeah, like he's kind of a proto. Uh, God, he that's speaks and he's not even a Ferengi. He's no, like, but he has the giant ears. That's he has why the I was giant, like, he, yeah, yeah. He's giant ears and he speaks in broken sentences and and he talks about Genesis, Genesis, Genesis. Terminator. Hmm. And he uh, just like that. That's money, money. Got to get the permits. I'm like nobody has a permit for Genesis. Can't go there. <laughs> you gotta. You just rock out with Genesis. You don't get a permit for Genesis. You just. You just kind of be man. Yeah, you just are Genesis. And uh, yeah, a member of the Starfleet Security Council says up like I don't well, think you should Starfleet, be talking Starfleet Security. If he was in Starfleet Security Council, that's a pretty primo job for that guy i have whatever the hell the name i don't <laughs> keep track of this stuff i'm just here for the lore <laughs> it's then uh you know this lando calrissian guy comes strolls up and is like i don't think you should be talking about that <laughs> <laughs> i think we should be over on Bespin. hey there chewbacca <laughs> <laughs> why don't you wanna what was the beer that he the colt 45 was <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Billy William December Williams. I can't wait till we get to talk about that, dude. We have. Have we? Batman. Oh, fuck. That's true. <laughs> God, that was so long ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't wait till we get to talk about him again. Yeah, we will. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, McCoy tries neck pinching the man and uh, doesn't work. <laughs> he just ends up with a light massage. <laughs> yeah, he's like... I appreciate I appreciate what you're trying to do, Mr. McCoy, uh, but uh Is this doing anything a... for you or <laughs> he's like should <laughs> Yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh, why don't you go a little bit lower? <laughs> Fuck. And so the guy the Star Trek William December Williams takes fucking McCoy to prison and they fucking pump him full of tranquilizers. Mm-hmm. And uh then Kirk and the crew decide pretty much we're gonna we gotta break him out of there, nab the Enterprise, and fucking take Bones to Vulcan. Yep, the one place the, where he absolutely never wants to go. Uh, yeah, but we're taking him. Yep, fuck him. Uh, so yeah, this, is this where the asylum is? Because uh, it's like a mental hospital, right? Yeah, basically. I figured it was like a like a prison type affair, but yeah, this is where that happens. With the the dudes with the dumb hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a weird baseball hat. Yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, they uh, come up with some excuse to get Kirk in there. Um, only for a little bit, because, you know, 
We've got all kinds of stuff we got to do. Yeah. we got all kinds of guarding to do, so you know, you mm-hmm. only got a short time. And Sulu comes up and uh, picks a fight with the guy at the desk who's like a fucking giant. Yeah. He's, he's just, first he's just trying to make you know, small talk, and then the guy just stands up all menacingly and is like, shut up, Sulu. I don't remember. Or tiny. Says. Calls him yeah. tiny. Yeah. And uh, Sulu shows him why that was a fucking mistake. Yeah, judos him all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah, just he throws him beats all his over. ass. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they and they escape with... Uh, they escape with bones, mm-hmm. and they. You know, when we go to Ahura, who's in some teleporter room, and with a guy who's just like, you don't understand. I don't want the button-down life like you. I want it all: the dazzling highs, the terrifying lows, the creamy mm-hmm. middles. Oh <laughs> yeah, there might be some people in Starfleet who's just like, I don't know what to do with this random dude. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't. They put him in a closet. <laughs> they put him in a closet, and he stays there forever. Forever. He never comes. He never, he never gets, gets out of the closet. <laughs> Which is so weird. It's the twenty two seventies. But yeah, he's he's just like I want adventure. You know, yeah, you're old. Well, I, and I feel you like can... he's almost like. I, I wonder if that's almost like that generation that's like inspired by the that swashbuckling style of Captain Kirk. Like, that's yeah. what they think the life is of Starfleet. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's just, I was thinking that as we were just talking about it now. Like, it seems like that he's that kind of a dude who wants that kind. Like, that's his image of what Starfleet is. Yeah, he's, uh, I don't know. I think he's only really a tool because he puts down a hurrah. Uh, well, yeah, he's a tool. But I, I was yeah. just saying that kind of that, that uh, view of Starfleet. I mean, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, they. <laughs> he gets his adventure in a closet. Yeah. And then he dies there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ahura beams them aboard the Enterprise, and they're like, uh, oh, and she's like, oh, I'll see you guys in the third act. Yeah, bye. I'm going to take the much the path of least resistance. I'm just going to take a flight to Vulcan. Yeah, I didn't know how, like, yeah, they... Yeah, like, why did they take is... the Enterprise? Hmm. Couldn't they have taken... Ah, uh, whatever. There's only two ships. One That's of them true. was the Enterprise. For Starfleet, it's just like Star Pair. It's like there's just Enterprise. Well, they had. Now. Well, they had a few ships, and uh, now they don't. Mm. Uh, the Reliance destroyed, and the only other ship is the Grissom, mm-hmm. and the Excelsior, and the Enterprise. And after yeah. that, we don't have a fleet. Well, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. There's only at any given point in time one ship around Earth. Oh yeah, that can that can totally maintain the defenses. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and uh, they start up the Enterprise and they start to leave, uh, and um, the Excelsior has Miguel Ferrier on it, and I was like, oh hey, look. yeah, all right. Yeah, I geeked out for that too. Cousin uh, of George Clooney. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's in RoboCop. Yeah, he's, he's in a bu- he's in a lot of stuff. He's like he's, he's a, one of well, he of was he passed away very recently, but he was he's in like everything. He is he's one of those actors. You know? Yeah, you you'll know who he is, but as like, soon as you either see him or hear his voice, because he also has a very distinct voice. Mm-hmm. And it's just in a lot of stuff, particularly in the eighties. I've noticed mm-hmm. him like a lot. Tends oh, yeah. to play a bad guy. Yeah, really good. At, well, uh, most recently, uh, he's in Iron Man three. He plays the vice president. Mm-hmm. Yep, makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also a bad guy. 
yep, makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they. I was like, oh hey, check it out. Yeah, no, uh, I, I kind of geeked out that as well. Well, it's also nice because I feel like a lot of there are a few people who are like, oh, it's that guy. He'll be in something. You know, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, they, Scotty though has messed up with the transwarp drive and just taken all the computer chips and just mm-hmm. kept them. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Nick Lee is just for the moon fucking amusement. <laughs> and he just throws him around the confetti. <laughs> Gives one to McCoy. <laughs> he fucking, you know, plays uh, fucking finger football with the other one. Uh, does a Jenga. I mm-hmm. think is what they do at one point. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the transwarp's destroyed. Is this where, uh, yeah, the Grissom's about to be destroyed? Because, yeah, mm-hmm. the uh, Savick and David uh, find. The Vulcan boy, Spock. It's Spock. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's non-verbal because they just have made a terrified fucking kid. Yeah, well, basically, just like he just got reborn. Basically, he doesn't have his like Savick says he's Spock, but his mind's a void. He doesn't have the essence of all of those. Yeah, um, he'd be fucking terrified. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, that's not a cool thing to happen. <laughs> like, no, all of this is just terrifying. Because he has no, he's nonverbal, he has no, he's just a ball of emotions. Like Yeah, well, he's basically just a, a rapidly aging baby. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he goes, like, probably in, like, I don't know, what, a day goes from small child to, you know, here I am at my natural old age. Yep, until he turns right into just the appropriate age for Spock. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, as that's going on, the Grissom is just surprise attacked from the, the Klingon ship. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know why they didn't bring any guards or anything to, the, to that. Well, the, but... What, the the Grissom? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a science ship, so. Yeah, but I mean, that's why I bring another ship to make sure it doesn't get blown up. Well, I don't think they were expect again, if this is... In this one, if this one is as close or in the neutral zone as they suspect, they probably wouldn't have any reason to. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. like a, you know, like a geological survey almost. True. And also, it wasn't supposed to be destroyed initially. It was that dickhead fucking gunner that <laughs> destroyed the goddamn. Oh Grissom. yeah, because because yes, uh... Christopher Christopher Klingon is just like, just disable the engines. I want prisoners. I thought the Klingons didn't take prisoners. Well, Christopher Lloyd does because he wants yeah. information. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Kirk said, "Like, oh, they don't take, uh, don't take prisoners." But yeah, they. We also find out the, from David that the they used proto matter mm-hmm. for the for the Genesis because it sped up everything. Yeah, but it just solved problems. That it's it solved issues that other things would take years to solve, and it's it's apparently highly controversial and uh and doesn't work doesn't yeah. well well actually i was reading up on it so apparently if they had done what like the original plan was and take uh genesis use genesis on a lifeless world that had like the potential for life everything would have been fine it would have worked perfectly but okay since they created this uh and that's Do with you... further reading on the fucking memory alpha so okay because like my I, w- I was gonna ask like then why the fuck did that cave work Mm-hmm. Because yeah. wouldn't the cave have erupted in a massive yeah, so fucking inferno? Yeah, and this is a cor- 
according to the novelization, if they had used Genesis the way they had intended, it would have worked exactly perfectly. Which is actually adds another tragic layer to fucking David's death. But, uh, you, so, the because this planet just formed in on itself, it's, it's going to fucking pull a Krypton and implode eventually. It's also rapidly aging. Yes, so it's unstable. It's just going through a, a massive life cycle in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's we we can't hang around here forever. So hopefully we get saved. Yeah. Hopefully um, somebody notices we were here. Well, the the Klingons. Well, they beam down and they because they find the life source or whatever, and they find mm. a gross space octopus, and it tries yeah. to kill Christopher Klingon. Well, no, it doesn't even do that. He grabs it first. It just hisses at him in an, in an effort to show Christopher Klingon's fucking dominance over life and his crew. He fucking just tears into that fucker. Yeah, it tries wrapping its arm around its Well, yeah, it tries neck. to fight him when he, you know, gets too close, but he's mm-hmm. like, fuck this. I'm going to fucking rip this thing a new asshole. And then they go and they find uh, Savick and David and spock yep and uh they take them take them prisoner mm-hmm. um oh well they haven't done that yet because they uh, no, has to go yeah, through pond far yeah they have they have to rub fingers so yeah it's just they have here it's here's a finger puppets they're doing shadow puppets here yeah. you trace my fingers trace your fingers all right we're cool your, your blood rage is over <laughs> yeah thank god oh good Thanks. No more blood rage. <laughs> that's all. That's all I needed. Huh? I just need to rub fingers. All <laughs> you need. Only thing when you're in a murderous blood rage, only thing you need to do is just have an intimate finger rubbing. <laughs> that would also be a great episode. Time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, also known as intimate finger rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> intimate, intimate finger rubbing. That most, that most salacious of acts. Yeah, are you rubbing fingers in there? <laughs> Leave the door open. <laughs> yeah, you guys, uh, hey, come hey, on. Don't be rubbing fingers over there. It smells like rubbed fingers in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We're terrible. Yeah, All right. yeah awful. Pure, pure evil. Um, <laughs> so, what's going on now? Uh, we got the... I believe they wake up and then they're captured and the enterprise yeah. gets there and notices the cloaked bird of prey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it has a predator effect, which I, I, I have a bit of an issue. I don't know. Maybe this is, this is too much, but um, so it's space, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't the fact that the distances are just fucking vast and a spaceship would be very, very tiny in comparison to everything do you need to physically cloak yourself like with a mirror sheen like the predator wouldn't it just be better to like well i I mean it also doesn't it uh cloak you from most sensors too yeah i i would think like that it would just like stop your heat because as we see in the star trek universe people still use windows in space yeah exactly so I mean, also this—that's just the nature of the nature of the beast. Like, I know we can't it's... have a we can't have any sort of because, like, you know, you have to physically show me that it's cloaked, otherwise I won't know. Well, yeah, it's you know, it's fucking movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it was audio, we'd have to describe it. 
Yeah, it would be like a podcast. Yeah. Anyway. staring at a non-existent (laughs) camera. It's great radio. Uh, But yeah, they they figure it out, and they shoot the bird of prey. Mm -hmm. And it's basically an exchange, because they they wound each... Like, they're they're both severely wounded. The Enterprise has never been fixed. They just shot it it back. Yeah, they basically... was able to they were able to do repairs so he could limp back to space dock but it was you know gonna take about two weeks to get to the back in proper working order and uh it's not been two weeks so they they shoot at each other um but uh once they stop christopher lloyd is like they outgun us 10 to 1 why haven't they you know he 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 very quickly i like i actually all, all credit due. I really do like uh, Christopher Klingon in this. I like his, I like his personality. I like his, uh, his motivation. I like the acting in it. Even though sometimes it does, it does take a lot to get past. That's Christopher it, Lloyd as a Klingon. It's Christopher Lloyd. He sounds but, just like him because they they switch between the the Klingon and English. Because mm-hmm. I think they're making a point that they are learning it. Like, well, just, I think that's they... all. I think that's just easier for. You know, it would be one of those things where if we were, how am I going to oh, put I this? Get like, it. If we like, were in it, they would be speaking Klingon, but for our benefit, they're speaking English. Oh, no, I, I get it. But I also, like, I I, I just thought, because he does speak to Kirk yeah, in Kirk, English. So. Yeah, but I, then so do all the Klingons, so I can't. It's just one of them things. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they killed the dog, too. Yeah, the dog died in the firefight. Mm-hmm. Which, uh you know it is a bummer uh but yes uh courage i uh, courage chris klingon yeah chris chris Chris, christopher klingon uh Uh, he uh resplendent in his back black jeweled battle vest mm -hmm. uh yeah is yeah figures it out pretty quickly he's like something's not right here Mm -hmm. and then Uh, they have uh they talk kirk and uh christopher klingon they talk through the view screen thing and uh calls his bluff basically he's like now i want you to uh, you surrender first yeah and yeah i like that i like the fact that he's like also the first one to be like this guy's fucking with me (laughs) yeah (laughs) fuck this guy yeah and and uh yeah he's like we have three prisoners and uh yeah this is our our bargaining chip and uh, yeah, they, he orders them to kill one of them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just, matter which. doesn't just matter. He doesn't care. Just, and uh, they try to kill Savick, uh, but David uh, jumps in and is heroically stabbed to death. Yeah, I, li- I like the fact that he fought, though. I like the mm-hmm. fact that he tried. And this is the thing, too. As much as an unbearable douche as I found David to be in the last one, I actually kind of liked him in this. Cause well, he, he had a bigger the, purpose. Like, he had a bigger he had a... purpose, and they actually give him a, like, I don't know. I, I actually liked him a bit more in this one. He has a cool leather jacket, too. He does have cool. So does his dad. Mm-hmm. They both do. It's a father-son I, thing. Father-son jacket day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on your last day on Earth. Let's exchange jackets. Yeah. My beloved child. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yes, yeah, so, uh gets the message that David's been killed, which leads to my favorite line in the movie, and I'm surprised this isn't more of a thing. Mm-hmm. But, oh no, not David. <laughs> Klingon bastards killed my son. Yeah. Klingon bastards a... killed my son. <laughs> as hammy as it is, it is a powerful moment. It, it Cause is? Because of the physical acting in it, too. Because he doesn't, 
he just collapses he has this you know just really like fuck my son just died like you know yeah, just knew him. We were good. We could have had a whole relation, like rectified this this mm. whole fucking thing. Nah, and... nah, mm. nah. We don't need to do that. We also don't need to tell his mom or anything. It's fine. Well, they'll tell her after all. They'll tell her when they get off Vulcan. They'll tell her when they get off camera. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. We it's don't want to have to. It's in the novelization. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just found that like it's the repetition. I think is yeah, what really yeah. made it sort of funny to me. Yeah, and it, it is a funny line, but I do like the Shatner's uh, delivery of it. And in that moment, you do really feel like, fuck, that dude just, you know. It's very South Park to me. Oh, my God, they killed David. Those Klingon bastards. <laughs> killed my, they killed Kenny. Um, but, yeah, they're uh, negotiating then to... Uh, basically save the ship because they're going to have a, like a the Klingons are going to board and kill everybody take all the Genesis information off mm-hmm. the data banks Kirk figures this out pretty quickly and stalls for time as he gives in a, a self-destruct and mm-hmm. beams aboard the Genesis planet yeah and meanwhile so he orders all the he orders all the crew to like fuck off him Scotty and check off they give the three different uh, confirmation codes for the self-destruct sequence as they leave Christopher Klingon's crew, they come on board and uh, like, the, there's nobody there. What's there's nobody going on? here? There's just some shit speaking from the computer. And Christopher Klingon's like, put it on the put it on the microphone. And it's five, four. He's like, get out of there. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and then he's like the Enterprise. And I actually yeah. like I got a little emotional. Yeah. <laughs> the Enterprise is 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 blown up. I love and... that though. I love that this I don't know. This is to me a stronger emotional gut punch than Spock dying, and it's probably because I know Spock's gonna come back. This fucking Enterprise doesn't come back. Well, no, they but they build a new one. It's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not the, well, not I mean, the they one. build a new Spock. Technically, yeah, I get. Well, I don't know. They reformatted all of his base radioactive components into a whole same body. Yeah, it's just like, and, and, and it doesn't matter, because we also have all of Spock's memories, so we don't have to do any awkward get-to-know-each-other phase. <laughs> yeah, you can just call like me Spock 2. Spock 2. <laughs> I was thinking about Beer Fest the other day. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> oh, Landfill 2, landfill you're two. so much better than Landfill <laughs> <real> 1. one. <laughs> As one of the best fucking, oh my god, that was fantastic. Um, uh, but yeah, the, and then... Uh, the Enterprise has uh, destroyed, killing all the <clears throat> the Klingons and yeah, except for Chris Lloyd and John Larroquette. Yep, and he's just like human bastards. They killed my crew. <laughs> they killed my crew. <laughs> they they killed my boy. Killed my crew. <laughs> they killed my dog. Uh, yeah. So we're back at the uh, the kicking, rocking Genesis planet, uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, a burning. It's, yeah, it's, it's starting down. to turn molten. Yeah, it's uh, uh it, it's collapsing in on itself. As Chris Kling, uh, they negotiate because Kirk is the only person that has information on Genesis. It's handy that he was the person on the screen that was like talking about it. That's the mm-hmm. thing that uh, uh, they intercepted there. So Chris Klingon comes down and they. Uh, uh, beams up everybody and like, oh, you got to beam up Spock. And uh, Christopher like, no, I'm not gonna. And like, why? Because you demand it. Mm-hmm. 
Like he's just, yeah. So he's they pretty much uh, lost everything at this point. So he might as well go all in. Yeah, he has like he has the ship, and That's it. one other guy. One other guy, but his everything else is just like fucking collapsed no. in on itself. So yeah, they they have a fight, and in which Kirk does a backflip. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't do it himself. He tries to kick Christopher Klingon, and he grabs his foot and flings him. Well, yeah, they do one of those like kip up sort of thing, but he does a backflip. Yeah, he lands on his ass though. He doesn't yeah. like land. It's not like wow, look at fifty-eight-year-old Bill Shatner doing a backflip. <laughs> That's why. I... Hey Shatner, do a backflip. <laughs> I do all my own stunts. <laughs> Could you not tell? That was all Bill. I mean, and they fight in the Star Trek manner. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's very show is, appropriate. I, I love that though. I like that, and I like the fact that the, the parts of the Genesis set feel like a, a Star Trek set. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This one has like a nice meld of the two. I feel. And uh, they eventually fight over a cliff, and uh, Chris Chris Klingon's about to fall off of the cliff, and and you know, he's like, hey, "You got to give me your hand. Come on, we'll, we can get out of there." Yeah, and defiant till I the mean, end. He's still, uh, still an honorable bloke, fucking Kirk. So, yeah, now Chris Chris Klingon though is about to throw him off of the uh, off of the precipice, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, then get Kirk kicking him in the face and saying, "I have had enough, enough of, of you. You. <laughs> you fuck off to the lava down below." And he's been. Eat it. <laughs> they beam him up off of the him and Spock up off of the Genesis planet. Oh, Spock mm. did like a weird face morph thing too. Well, cool yeah, they, uh, yeah, it was really neat. is cool. Yeah, because he's rapidly aging, as we mentioned. So he's finally hit where he was before. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, he's not unstable like the planet doesn't like rapidly age into dust. Yeah, no, it's not like that. It's just in the in the planet that makes mm-hmm. him that way. Yeah, yeah. All your biology matter. is gonna stop once mm-hmm. the you know like it's not it's not gonna He's Spock too. Older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Don't worry uh, about it. So uh, Genesis explodes, and they all go their separate ways, and they start solo acts mm-hmm. and release Sledgehammer and. Uh, some of the other biggest hits of the 1980s and do the Tarzan <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, and Brother Bear and all kinds of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. It's great. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they uh, go on back to Vulcan where they meet up with Sarek and, mm-hmm. and Uhura. Vulcan is gorgeous. I love everything with Vulcan in this. This place is mm-hmm. bitching. Yeah, the Klingon ship, by the way, seems very small. Well, they are. They- they're not yeah. like huge compartmentalized like I, I guess they're, they're not be, like I guess they're, they're not there for uh, exploration so Yeah, I think they're more like scout ships those ones cuz there are larger versions that they take into, you know, like larger versions that are like Enterpri- enterprise size birds of prey. But I think most of the ones we see are like scout ships. Mm-hmm. So and I'm sure it'll be great when he flies that back and has to explain, you know. So the Genesis <laughs> planet's gone. I borrowed this from Christopher Lloyd. Don't worry about it. Uh, so it was nowhere Kirk... near the neutral zone. So the Genesis planet is gone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the Grissom's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so is the Enterprise. Oh, yeah. But then you do something like this and totally redeem yourself. 
Did they steal the Klingon tech, cloaking and all that? Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, you know. They don't seem to worry about it in the next movie. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, why would they? It's just a ship. I'm sure that they're probably well aware of it by this point. Well, no, I meant, like, the fact that Kirk just did some, like, went off his own, did some cowboy shit. They don't really... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they'll get reprimanded off screen. Mm -hmm. They'll fling him into the vacuum of space at some point. Um, So, yeah, they they gotta do the mind ceremony, though, which has never been done, and it's illogical to even bring it up. Well, it's been done, but it's been so long ago. They gotta get, they gotta get Kirk and, not Kirk, they gotta get fucking uh, Spock and McCoy to perform the Katra Sutra, so (laughs) Spock can have all of his memories back. And just like, yeah, I mean, it's fine. All we gotta do is take all the the McCoy memories and keep them there, Mm -hmm. and separate out the Spock memories and put them into this blank slate that we have. Mm -hmm. And hope for the best. And, and they do. Ta- yeah, time passes, and uh, yeah, it's fine. They, they're fine. There's like 12 minutes left in this movie. You yeah, think just don't worry about it. They found him. <laughs> they found him. Don't worry. I do and like, have... though, that uh, it, it, like, of course it's McCoy of all people that has to have, like, the memories of Spock and Hinge on, you know, because the Judith Anderson, Dame Judith Anderson up there is like, you, you could fucking die, Bowen's McCoy. And he's like, well, that's mostly what my life is all the time, so fuck it. I'll and, accept the danger. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was really sweet. And, uh, yeah. And, yeah, well, and he says, you know, you had to give it to me as a payment for all those lost arguments. Or yeah, that's great. <laughs> well, all the, I actually think one of the strengths of this movie is uh, the crew. Like, mm. every everybody in the crew. Because they actually get some things to do. And... A lot of great little interactions. Everybody, I don't know. There's a lot of great, great moments between Kirk and McCoy. And I, I had a lot of fun with this one. But yeah, so they're doing the doing the ceremony. Judith Anderson's like, all right, we fucking slurped up all of Spock's memories and plopped them back into the fucking uh, empty shell that was this Vulcan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and, take uh, a nap. Yeah, we're going to go uh, here. Spock's dressed up like a heavyweight boxer with the robe and everything. It looks yeah, like he's, he's about... going to star in Creed Four. Uh... <laughs> like, I mean, that's what it looked like. I was just looking like he has like his own team there. He's got a cut mm-hmm. man, a hype man. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. out there. You know, all right, you got this, Spock. You're making the biggest You're gonna comeback. You got to give him hell, Spock. Don't call it a comeback. I've been back for years. It's illogical to explain otherwise. It's logical to think that I've never been anywhere else. Uh, it's only logical to knock you out. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they um, have, like, a reconnecting with, with Kirk, and, like, you you saved mm-hmm. me. Uh, why? And it's like, because the needs of the one outweighed the needs of the yeah. many. I, th- this was another moment, like, the Enterprise going down. I really like the, well, just the whole little final interaction where Spock starts to get his memories back, and it's just like, Jim. Jim. Your name Jim. is Jim. 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 Jimmy. Jim. Jim. <laughs> Jim. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and that's all he says for the rest of the series. Jim. 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 It is logical to say anything else but Jim. He's like the he's like Gary from Fallout. Yeah. Gary. 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 Ah, yeah. Had to bring in the Muppets into this son of a bitch. It's got everything. This episode's <laughs> great. 
And thus our movie ends mm-hmm. uh, with everyone just like, yeah, like we did it. Like they were, Spock's back. We you searched fucking, for him and we, we found God him. and we resurrected him. Woo, necromancy. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's what this whole thing turned into. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's we it. Yeah, found, we found him. Spock was found. He right was there hiding. At the end. He was hiding in a tube, and then in the snow. <laughs> and then he was hiding with Savick, and then he was hiding behind uh, David's corpse, and then he was just hiding in plain sight. And then he was on a Klingon ship, and then he's in Vulcan. Mm-hmm. We found him. <laughs> he's done. Well, technically, we find him like 45 minutes into the movie. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought this movie was, was pretty good. Yeah, I actually, I, this probably is going to seem like a, I already told you this, but I actually, I know, I found this, I enjoyed this more than Wrath of Khan because I hadn't seen this in so long. There's things that, like, I expect from Wrath of Khan. So I, you know, just kind of more, had a bit bit more affinity, affinity with that. Um, now, I really, there's a lot that I really enjoyed with this one. I like the fact that we lost the Enterprise. Uh, even though Christopher Cullion's a bit one note, I like the fact that he is, a, you know, kind of a, He's a dynamic villain in the fact that he actually gets to do a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I, you know, if I was, I'd watch this again over Wrath of Khan, and that's not saying Wrath of Khan sucks or anything like that. It's just my personal preference. I just had a had a better time with this one. Sure, so. I, I think this movie is is, like I said, I think it's overall pretty good. Yeah, I think um, it's a solid. I don't, I don't think it deserves a a lot of the flack that it gets. It's uh, especially when we get to later ones, oh, namely yeah. five. Yeah. Um, like I think it's it's certainly solid, um, and uh, probably one of the better odd numbers. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, ones that we'll get in, but we're gonna get into more of those later. Mm-hmm. And I did like a lot of a lot of stuff. I liked McCoy trying to be uh, Spock, or the times where they have him like interact, mm-hmm. like, trying do to, those Spock traits. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Um, yeah, I did like the Klingons as an adversary. It's a very traditional adversary. Mm-hmm. It felt very much like an episode of the TV show. Yeah, well, I feel like where we, we I think we talked about with the motion pictures, like a really long, long episode of the TV series. This feels like a movie of the TV series. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I really like it, is that it doesn't, for one thing, it doesn't fucking waste my time. That's nice. That's true. Yeah, uh, it is. It, it it goes along at a pretty good pace. Yeah, and I, it has like five endings, but the that's overall, the that to me is like yeah. By that's the, time the one they, where it's like once we finally get Spock, you know, like Jim, Jim, Jiminy, Jim, Jim. Once we get him to that point, we've already like this movie's over. This is like the Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. We, we ended this an hour ago. <laughs> like, yeah, no, come it's. On. It is, I believe, the shortest one yet. Because at least when mm-hmm. I watched it, it was only about like. An hour, hour forty-five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. not very long. Um, which I think's to its credit. Yeah, well, I like I said, this feels like an ep- like a good episode of the TV show made into a movie. Mm-hmm. Where but, like Wrath of Khan is like a much better movie movie. Like Wrath of Khan is a much better movie that is Star Trek. This one I feel like is much better like Star Trek as a movie. Does that make sense? Uh, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I yeah. personally, I'm gonna give it. Uh, mine's gonna be two, three, one. Um, yeah, right I think now. ours are very similar in the fact that mine's one, two, three. 
Or what? No. The <laughs> sorry, I read that wrong. The Search for Spock, Rathacon, uh motion picture. Um so, I just I, like I know uh, I, so. I I like the dynamic and interplay between Kirk and, and Khan. Mm-hmm. I like the well, cat yeah, and that's mouse, the... and there's, te- there's just so much to yeah. that, that. and that's definitely the strength of that one. But again, like I was saying, like the with this, it's just I don't know, just feels like it's a it's a really long, really solid episode of the TV show, mm-hmm. and I can I can appreciate that. Like I said, I uh, nothing against Wrath of Khan by any stretch of the imagination, but it's you know if I was gonna watch one again, I'd probably watch this one, you know, mm. like. I don't know. It just like struck struck with me as uh like start because again like Wrath of Khan's like an action adventure again and Wrath of Khan too is just is wonderful because it's not Star Trek the motion picture. Mm-hmm. Like I, that, whew, <laughs> that is a uh, more than enough saving graces right there. That is going to be a hard one for any movie to try to get lower than Star mm-hmm. Trek the motion picture. But I very much don't like that one. Yep. Yeah, so you'd think we'd be going on to the one with the whales. That's the voyage <laughs> home. No, no, uh-uh. no. We're gonna take a little bit of a break, of a refueling break, so that we don't end up hating this. Uh, and we're going to do uh, another small one. Mm-hmm. Um, we've decided to do Top Gun. Top Gun. I've never seen any of them. I've Either only of them. seen the first one. <laughs> so. This should be fun. We're going yeah, into the danger zone, past yeah. the neutral zone. I'll finally get the... to know why people keep re- referencing this goddamn goose. There's some He's... sort of goose, isn't there? There is a goose, yes. There's a goose. Okay, so there's a goose. There's a snowman. There's an ice man. Okay, okay. And snowman is uh, Smokey there's... the Bandit. It's Jerry <laughs> Reed. <laughs> So, which we uh, could do, <laughs> we could. There's a whole bunch of those. Um, <laughs> uh, and then there's what's uh, what's uh, fucking uh, Thomas Cruz's name? He's uh, Maverick. Okay, okay, okay. But, you know, he's like a he's like a uh, you know senator from Arizona. That's what I yeah. <laughs> a Maverick. A Maverick. Okay. Yeah, well, this this will be interesting. I have no idea how I'm going to feel about either of these movies. Uh, I you know uh, I I think they're they're fairly solid. Well, I think the first one is fairly solid. Mm-hmm. So get out your tidy whities and your homoeroticism and your volleyball. And uh, oh, we'll, this we'll... is the this is the one with the volleyball, isn't it? Oh hell yeah! Okay, all right. So I got a I got a basis where I can attack this from. You hate volleyball? You just hate sand volleyball? <laughs> I hate fucking sand volleyball. Dayton is just Tetherball anti sand is where it's volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> Any movie that has sand volleyball, it's just straight fucking out. I don't yeah, care what it is. It's below Star Trek the motion picture. If, if there's Star had... Trek the motion picture, then there's sand volleyball. If Gone with the Wind had sand volleyball in it, fuck that movie. <laughs> I have no time movie. for granular annoyances. He hates sand. It's coarse and it's rough and it gets everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Ah, uh, I'm just seeing the Rhett Prattler just playing beach volleyball. <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I can't hit this ball for nothing. <laughs> with that weedy Ashley. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never seen Gone with the Wind. So. Really? Mm-mm. Wow. It's good. 
Yeah, it's like uh, three hours of some dude getting cock-blocked and just saying, fuck this shit, I'm out, right? Yeah, yeah, basically that's, at the end, which is so satisfying. That's why it's so memorable, because it's so satisfying to <laughs> tell her to go fuck herself by the end of the whole ordeal. Yeah, because I know that. It's like, where will I go? What will I do? Frankly, you can go fuck right off. <laughs> yeah, frankly, my dear, fucking burn in hell. I'm leaving. Yeah, that's I'm out of here. Yeah, that's why that's so memorable, because it's such a... Well, especially like when that was made, that was, what, 30... Like 1933? No, it's... Well, maybe. Yeah, it's around there. So that was really shocking for Clark uh, Gable to say that. Yeah, which... Yeah, I I get it. It's just, one of these days, that'd be a fun one, but, like, I don't know if Mm. I have time to... That's an experience. It has a fucking intermission, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, I would be down. I always enjoyed it. But then again, I like really old... Like, I'm a big fan of the... Like, that era of movies, so... And I've watched a lot of Clark Gable movies. I, I don't believe I ever have, so. Really? Mutiny on the Bounty is really good. Yeah, let us know in uh, whatever the hell internet comments are stored. If you want to hear us do uh, Gone <laughs> no with the way. Wind. There's not going to be a single person who's like, yes, do a Clark Gable-thon. Do, just do Gone with the Wind. Yeah, let's, let's just make that happen. <laughs> That's a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, Patreon exclusive is Gone with the Wind. <laughs> there you go. You, you paid for that, you sorry fucker. <laughs> um, you're not sorry. We love you. Please continue supporting us. <laughs> we, we, you see, what's funny about that is we can refer to that dude by name. That's like... <laughs> we love you, patron. <laughs> patron man. Singular patron. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so... We're going to do Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick, mm-hmm. and then we're going to continue probably with 4, 5, 6, and then do something else. Yeah. For a little yeah. bit. And then do Next Gen. We're going to yeah. continue doing them, but just take breaks. Yeah. We're just going to keep, we'll play it out like they're trilogies, you know, and we'll return when we when we feel, the, you know. There's a lot of Star Trek movies. We'll be, we'll be hanging out with the Federation for a while, so. Yeah. For, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. I mean, I so far. I mean, aside from the motion pictures, so, so far I haven't had a bad time with Starfleet. No, I haven't either. But Terran Empire for life, ride or die. <laughs> of all of the ones you pick, them like yeah. the worst ones. They're the least effective empire. Well, yeah, because eventually, because well, eventually it breaks down, and the Klingons and Cardassians conquer the Earth. And I have a hard time keeping up with the Cardassians. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm from, gonna use a they're from, agonizer. Uh, they have an <laughs> agony booth. Yeah, they have a whole line of agony products. Uh, it's it's a it's an agonizer. It's just it just you just hit it with somebody and it puts them in agony. Mm-hmm. Someone developed that. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, someone also developed the Iron Maiden, so that's not too far of a stretch. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, until then, <laughs> I'm Devin. And I am Dayton. Have a good day. Peace.